Hi, everyone. I am Emily Landers, and this is How'd She Do That? A podcast answering that question each episode. I hope everyone had a great weekend. It's a new week, a new day, and I hope you are feeling hopeful and happy. There is always something to be happy about. I truly believe that, and I believe there are also times that we have to choose to be happy. It might not come naturally. So with the year we've all had, let's choose together to be happy and grateful. There are so many wonderful things ahead. Well, if you joined us last week on the podcast, you'll know we had an amazing episode with Dr. Andrea Holman. She's an associate professor of psychology, and the feedback for her episode has been so encouraging. We talked about her time in graduate school, being a foster mom, and how we can find grace in the present moment. Really good stuff. If you haven't listened yet, you definitely should. Well, last update for you all, if you have been following me on Instagram over at Emily Landers, you'll know I've been teasing something that's coming out soon. And for my podcast listeners, I'll go ahead and share. We are dropping merch this fall. We have some adorable sweatshirts that are coming out soon. This is a dream come true. I can't wait for you to get yours. So stay tuned. Those will be available on HowDidSheDoThatPodcast.com very soon. Today's conversation with Alexa Lee Meyer is so much fun. I loved welcoming Alexa onto the show, and I'm so grateful for her time. I love Alexa's story because it really shows how perseverance pays off, and after years of making jewelry on the side, it was just last year that her business really took off. I know you guys are going to be encouraged by her story today. This is an episode you'll likely want to listen to again and again, and you'll probably want to go ahead. Actually, you will. You will want to go ahead and send it to a friend because that's how much fun Alexa and I had. She was fantastic. Here is Alexa Lee Meyer on How'd She Do That? Today's guest is one I have been so excited to speak to. Alexa Lee Meyer is a jewelry designer, entrepreneur, mother, and friend. I've loved following her journey on social media, and I am so excited to bring that journey to life on today's episode. Born in California and raised in Aspen, Colorado, Alexa Lee founded her namesake company in 2010 with the notion of creating sentimental value behind every piece. Alexa's vision was to cultivate a jewelry line that could be worn every day and look good at any occasion which I can say from experience, they do. (laughs) The collection started with double pendant necklaces and has expanded to rings, bracelets, and anklets, all of which manifest Alexa Lee's vision. The line then expanded into her popular ball bracelets and necklaces that could be customized with unique charms to create something one of a kind. Alexa's jewelry has since been seen on celebrities such as Miranda Kerr, Ashley Tisdale, and she is also very popular among the top fashion bloggers. When Alexa isn't overseeing her business, traveling, or connecting with her many customers, she's likely enjoying a beach day or time with her beautiful family. Alexa, welcome to How'd She Do That? Thank you so much. I am very excited to be here. I am so happy to have you on. We are going to get into all of it, but I just have to say that you are one of my absolute favorite people, not only to follow on social, but to repost your cute sayings. (laughs) 
Oh, thank you. <laughs> you I'm always have the wittiest things. Thank you. And it's always so fun to kind of see what you're up to. And, and again, your beautiful family. So thank you again for coming on today's episode of How'd She Do That? I'd love to know where you went to school, what you majored in, and kind of what that season of life was like for you. Sure. So I went to uh, Syracuse University. I went to the Newhouse School, the communication school there. I majored in advertising and I had a minor in Spanish. Oh, wow. Um, so neither of which I am currently using as frequently <laughs> as I would like, but I think that they still come into play a bit here and there. Is there any internships that you dove into during school? What did that kind of look like? I nothing that really pertains necessarily to my career now, um, but all I think any experience you you know you get value from. So I was a camp counselor for two summers, and mm-hmm. then yeah, which was amazing. Um, and then I had an internship at Ralph Lauren, mm-hmm. um, and that was also a really interesting experience, being in such like a corporate environment, getting to see that side of things. Um, Unfortunately, no jewelry internships, but that's okay. (laughs) I guess that could be a passion that came later on. I'm curious at Ralph Lauren, what did kind of a day in the life at that internship look like? And was that in the city? That was in New York City. Yeah. Unfortunately, that was like the truest of true internships. It was a lot (laughs) of... um, kind of mundane, I hate to say, um, you know, there, there, it was kind of, it was a, a sort of how they dis portray internships. I think <laughs> if it was really what I went through. Oh my gosh. Yes. And especially adding the New York element, we can all imagine kind of a crazy internship exactly. in fashion and in the city. So yeah. with, with that experience, uh, kind of during that season of life in college, what year was that? that was, I think that was my, um, junior year, my summer before senior year. My summer. Okay. Right. What was your role kind of moving out of school? What did that season of life post-grad look like? And how did you land that job? So I spent a little bit of time. I went back home. I did some soul searching. I think that I found it really um, sort of like a, such a jolt. I had only considered my or pictured my life like I knew I was going to go to high school for four years and I knew I was going to go to college for four years. And I didn't really think much past that. So then when I graduated, I found myself at a little bit of a loss. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I think learning about something in college is really different than what it would be like to work in an environment that, you know, uh, that was around that. I just was a little bit, I don't know, I was I was confused. So I was considering moving to California and getting a job there. And I was considering some opportunities in New York. And I explored all of them. Basically, it was just through, you know connections, my parents, friends of friends, and right. I was talking to anybody and any one that was willing to, um, was willing to talk, did a little bit of networking, and then ended up taking a position in New York at Comcast in ad sales. 
Oh, wow. So that was your first role out of school. Did you love it? Did you hate it? How long were you there? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. How honest am I supposed to be? Um, I did. You know what? I think I like to see the positive side of everything if I can. Um, And I think that I got a lot out of that experience. Um, I was I worked really hard in college. I didn't know that you're supposed to, you know, just have fun and that grades don't matter. So (laughs) I worked really hard on my GPA in college. I was also on the dance team in college. So and I considered that a full time job. I mean, I worked. I had practice every day, seven days a week. We danced at every home football, basketball game. So when I graduated and started work, nine to five was like, that's a breeze. I can, I, you know, that was easy. So wow. I kind of enjoyed my time um, in the city and didn't take that career path that seriously. I knew pretty much right away that that wasn't something I was interested in. It wasn't very creative. And I found that environment to be, unfortunately, a little bit toxic. And mm-hmm. they there was no real, um, you weren't rewarded for working hard. You were just rewarded for, you know, how long you stayed. So it didn't really matter how much effort I put in. I would be promoted in an order uh, that I came in. So they're in that pecking order. The good news about that is that it gave me time to think about what I wanted to do. And in order to have a little bit of a creative outlet, I that's how I started the jewelry line. Oh my gosh. Okay. So through bad comes good always. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, and I want to backtrack just for a second because I think what you're saying is so poignant for my listeners. A lot of my listeners are recent grads. Many of them are young. They're just starting their career and some are even pivoting. But what Alexa just shared is so important because she really and many of my listeners, I'm sure, can relate to what you just said about really diving in in college, making sure that your GPA is up and great and you're really diving in head down. But then it can be a little um, like discombobulating when you get done with school and you're like, what am I supposed to be doing with my life. So I love that you were able to to take a pause and then unfortunately, well, and fortunately though, to get into this new role where you're learning and it's just Im- important to learn what you don't like totally- as what you do like. Yeah. So for you, you were able to move forward into that creative space. So I would love to hear how that kind of got started and what year was this? Um, this was probably like a year and a half into the job. You know, I gave it a really good go and, um, you know, thought maybe if I got more comfortable there, I would like it more, but it really just wasn't for me. Um, but I also wasn't in a position where I could just quit, and not have right. um, any income. So right. I decided to actually, I it was out of a conversation with my parents. I had lost a necklace that I liked and wasn't able to find it anywhere and anything like it anywhere. It just didn't seem like it. It was really old. It didn't seem like something that was being made anymore. I was always creative, always drawing. And I loved jewelry. You know, anytime I walked into a store, I sort of like beeline. I still beeline for the jewelry case. Um, wow. So my dad was the one that said, why don't you make it? 
And he made it sound so easy. And I thought, sure, yeah, I'll just make it. I'll just make it. <laughs> very naive. Um, but I embarked on this journey. And at first, I tried to make it myself with materials that I had at home. And then quickly realized that when I was looking to produce was not going to happen by somebody that has, you know, no jewelry background or proper tools or diamonds for that matter at right. my disposal. So I started um, really just trying to network and make connections. And I would spend my lunch breaks. Uh, I worked in the area. And so I would spend my lunch breaks walking to the diamond district, kind of searching wow. for manufacturers. Wow. Oh my gosh. So it started, I love this. It started with, well, first of all, a problem. We lost our beautiful necklace, but then gosh, your dad is so smart to think, why don't you make that? I mean, that, that was like a whole entire transition in your career. He didn't even know he was kind of starting. <laughs> totally. I think he had no idea that we'd be where we are today. And I'm not even sure if he realizes that that was art, but he said it, uh, he made it, you know, he said it so casually that I thought, sure, yeah, sounds easy enough. Uh, <laughs> wasn't as easy as he made it sound, but it definitely got me off on the right foot. So is that a necklace that you had? Did you have that necklace made and then think, hey, I could do more of this? What was that thought process and kind of season like? Yeah, so I, I made the one um, and it kind of kept evolving and people then liked it. And I realized I could sell it and make others. And I started coming up with other ideas, other charms. Um, I love and still loved and still love the sentimental value behind jewelry. So mm. I wanted to create things with meaning. So I had hearts, um, stars, butterflies, because butterflies had meaning to me, a sparrow. And I kind of rolled it out into a line. I think it was maybe seven different charms and they all came in different combinations um and there were these double pendant necklaces where one pendant was in the front one pendant was at the like nape of your neck so there mm -hmm. was no clasp and any way that the necklace fell it kind of looked beautiful at least i thought so um or if your hair was up you would see this um pretty little pendant at the back of your neck and one kind of hanging down in the front so they were really fun. They were really, really fun and and pretty and people showed interest. Yes, but that was really kind of the signature look. And right. so you started off with these beautiful necklaces. And I'm so curious. I I love the idea behind the design. And you mentioned butterflies. I have such a heart connect to butterflies that I don't even know if I could really bring up a specific memory, but any memory with them just seems so peaceful. What other themes or, or where do you find kind of the inspiration, perhaps nature? I mean, where is it that you really start to dream up kind of your vision for design with your pieces? That's such a good question. Um, I think that that's also evolved over the years. At the time, uh, when I first started, it really came from things that had meaning to me. So I, so a sparrow to me means freedom. Um, and it was just symbols that I connected with. And now I think 
you know, it's, it's always hard. It's always a hard to pinpoint exactly where the inspiration's coming from. And I'm definitely somebody I find that I come up with ideas either in the shower or like right yes. before I fall asleep at night or right when I wake up when I'm kind of like in an in-between state and my mind is kind of just wandering. Oh. Um, and I, I don't even know where it comes from, but from within, I guess. <laughs> wow. Yes, absolutely. So for all those young designers and people who are listening who are thinking, how could I create something beautiful? It would be, yeah, just write it down before you go to bed. You got it. You have to have like a notepad or something I'd forget. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so beautiful. So at the time you have gone into this kind of, I mean, you're learning. This is not mm -hmm. something you went to school for. You're figuring right. it out as you go. Mm -hmm. So people start to show interest. What did it look like? You were living in the city. Are you going to manufacturers after work? And what did that kind of entail? I mean, are you picking out the specifics of the necklace? I mean, I know nothing about the production of jewelry. What, what did that look like for you as you were starting to begin actually being able to sell these and people having interest? So it's it's a process and it takes longer than you realize. Um, but that's what enabled me to still hold a full time job while I was doing this on the side. Because yes. go in, have a meeting, like I said, maybe on my lunch break where I'm reviewing a sample. Then I decide to make changes, and then it takes a few weeks before you see the next set of samples or before you see those changes. So the timeline gets drawn out. Um, but by the time I had a few um, that I liked, that I felt really confident in, that I knew I wanted to shoot, I started thinking about building a website, which I also had no oh. experience in. But it was a great crash course that kind of set me up actually for the next phase of my career. So I um, started searching online for different web builders and ended up finding one that I liked, which I didn't even realize until I got the contract was from a girl I went to high school with. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so that was a very, was kind of very serendipitous. Um, yes. And so she helped me build my first website. And basically by the time that launched, I think maybe the next day or following week, I went in to give my two weeks notice to Comcast. But now at this point, I've been there for four years. Oh, wow. Okay. So you have been, this is really, that's amazing. That's impressive because I think a lot of people will get an idea, get not even anxious, but just eager to go for it. And they're like, I want to do this. I got to quit. I got to get out of here. But you are head down, making money, providing for yourself, providing for this upcoming business. And you were there for four years. So when you did walk in to give your you know, two weeks and to move forward with this dream to go, and I'm guessing, were you going full time? at that point? I was not actually. So I had oh. found another, uh, yes, I had found another um, position at a company okay. and uh, they were willing to let me work there um, three days a week so wow. that I could devote my other two days to, um, to my jewelry line. Okay. And was that company in the jewelry design space it or was, was it in not, fashion? Actually also um, that company was necessary clothing. Uh, they're still around in the city. And when I started there, 
they were getting ready to launch their website. And it was a really small team. I now had a little bit of web knowledge. Yes. And they just need an extra set of hands to do kind of anything and everything, which I, I'm I'm a Gemini and <laughs> I like a little bit of everything. So I was kind of happy to take that on and ended up he- helping with anything from customer service, packing and shipping to like styling, creative direction, social media. We wow. on the website, you know, really I had a background from uh, college in Photoshop. So I was helping retouch some of the photos. I mean, it was really all encompassing and a wonderful experience. Oh, that's amazing. And for it, I'm guessing it sounds like that probably gave you some experience that you would utilize within your own company. Exactly. <laughs> so I guess phase two of this <laughs> journey, I worked there. And after, um, after probably a week or two, they said that they needed me more full-time instead of the three days, which I was like, I I didn't sign up for this. I have my own company. I'm still, you know, working on that. So we agreed to four days a week, but I really fell in love with my role there. And as it evolved and as the company evolved and grew, and it was this amazing success story. Um, And so I ended up being there for four years also. Wow. While having the jewelry on on the side still. Oh my gosh. Side gig. Oh my (laughs) gosh. That is so cool though. I love, I really love this theme that you're sharing with us because again, so many people who are listening, they might be pivoting, they might be recent grads and they're thinking about this fun idea that they have. And I think the practical element can go out the, out the door, but really if you're able to do something like this for, for such a great, I mean, eight years you had the jewelry line, or at least for some of that time you had the jewelry line on the side and you're still able to bring in that other income and the jewelry and really kind of move forward in that way. It's almost, and tell me if this is true, would you say it was more of a learning? I mean, you were learning things all along the way, even at this second company, what a fun experience. I mean, you're getting involved in everything. You're doing web design, you're editing, you're taking photos, you're, you know, you're doing all of these things that gosh, really you're learning how you're about to, I guess, launch your company. Yes, exactly. You know, I didn't necessarily uh, compute it like that at the time, but I was uh, kind of learning on someone else's dollar. And because it was a startup, I got to see a lot of different aspects of the business and that I wouldn't have in, you know, maybe a more corporate environment. But it was all things that now I'm able to apply to my own business today. And I either things that I wanted to do the same or things that I wanted to do differently. And you know, you kind of like take these mental notes, tuck them away, you don't know when you're going to use them. But right. um, it's all been really, really valuable in running my own company. And I love too what you said earlier, you know, always looking for the positive, positive spin, but also something positive does come out of each season of life. So even for someone who's listening, be encouraged. You might be in a job that you know is not forever, but so is Alexa. Alexa was in a role that she knew wasn't going to be forever. She's working hard on the side to get this thing going. I I really... (laughs) really wanted to be able to leave. I I threatened a lot of times to just, <laughs> in my mind, you know, threatened. Um, 
but I didn't have the income to do so. So right. you have to be thoughtful. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm curious too, because we're, we're really honing in on the, the career side of things, but I know more likely than not, there's probably some personal things going on in your life too. So what was happening during this season? I mean, gosh, post-grad, are you living in the same place? Um, you know, what does your relationships look like? I mean, what was that like while you were kind of starting your own company? Sure. So I had a, um, um, uh, I'm, I, my high school sweetheart is who I'm married to. Oh my gosh, we, so fun. Yeah, so we had some on and offs. And then the first few years that I lived in New York, it was more off than on. <laughs> um, but actually at the same time that I launched my website, I got engaged just to give oh. an idea of timing. Yes. Um, so we were together and, you know, living the dream, I like to say. Yes. <laughs> um, and yeah, while I was working at Necessary Clothing. Okay. Oh my gosh. That's so fun. That's such a fun fact. I didn't realize you were married to your high school sweetheart. I love it. Yeah. Well, That's actually so fun. my like um, middle school sweetheart, but I don't oh like my gosh. <laughs> even be- even better. Oh my gosh. That is so cute, Alexa. How fun. And what is his name? His name is Brett. Okay, Brett and Alexa, how darling are you guys? That's so cute. <laughs> Middle school sweethearts, guys. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, I'm eager to hear. So you are working at this startup. You're learning so much. You're 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 threatening in your mind. I'm gonna leave. i you're itching to get going. What was the push or what were the numbers? I mean, I'm sure you guys talked about it. What did it look like? Was there a goal in mind for you to be able to say, I feel comfortable going out on my own? What did that look like? And how many years? years are we talking here? Is it you've been there for four years? So after that four year mm-hmm. mark, is it time to launch? What did that kind of look like? So basically, I, I actually really fell in love with the business. And they gave me so much ownership over mm, my role there really evolved and it evolved quickly. And we were doubling our sales every year. It was a lot of fun wow. to be a part of. And I kind of looked at it as my baby, I wasn't ready to completely end my jewelry line. But at that point, it was much more of a hobby and I was really focused on the growth at Necessary. Um, Unfortunately or fortunately, we kind of came to a point where they were really happy with kind of the status of the company and their growth and where where they were. And I wanted to take it to the next level. Um, and it just sort of seemed like maybe my time there was up. And at the same time, so now I guess this is phase three of Alexa Lee, which is still not Alexa Lee <laughs> yet fully, I heard about a position at a company called Bandier, which oh, is also in New York. And okay. they were getting ready to launch their website. And I was like, well, I've done this. I can do this with my eyes closed. Yes. Um, and they were a really small team. And it was a lifestyle and a company that I really aligned with and believed in. So at that point, I made the switch to work there. 
This is so fun. I love, <laughs> I love, this is why I love talking with women and, and hearing their, how did she do that story? Because I think so many of us, Alexa would be like, oh, well, Alexa's a jewelry designer and that's what we know her for and that's what she's done. But good grief, look at this. There's so much that you've done in your career. And I, I love that there's continued, like you're saying, phase one, <laughs> phase two, <laughs> phase yeah. three. Because that's that's real. That's that's real life, and that that is so encouraging to me. And I know my listeners because because yeah, you can have a passion project on the side, and, and timing is going to align. Because again, now we're at Bandier. I'm sure you learned so much at Bandier as well. What did that season look like? What were you loving at Bandier, and and what were you learning? So that again was awesome. They were a family run business and it was also a startup and I had kind of just done it. So I was really confident in um, kind of next steps. And they also gave a, put a lot of trust in me, which I really appreciated. There wasn't any micromanagement. They, they didn't, they hadn't done the website of things before and they knew that I had. So they sort of let me run with that a bit. Um, and actually, right before I started working there, I found out that I was pregnant, which was oh. not part of my, my plan. Exactly. Phase three. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That wasn't part of these. That wasn't meant to be part of phase three. But I worked there um, and up until literally like a minute before I gave birth. And they were just wonderful. And it was it, and I, I, they, I had maternity leave and I even went back. Um, to kind of help them continue their growth. But wow. again, it was a different, I mean, anytime it's a different owner and a different, you know, different product, you're going to learn different things. And it was also, you know, now four years later, it's you know, there, I think, I guess at that, you know, now there's Instagram and things like that, right. that was much more prominent. So there was a whole new set of things to learn, which I, I did while I was there. Oh, absolutely. And for those of you, if you don't know Bandier, this is really cool because it's like the biggest lifestyle brand right now, I would say it's really, really popular. So to hear that, you know, Alexa, you were there at the bottom, kind of the beginning, mm -hmm. the beginning mm -hmm. ground floor of yeah. building that company. That's something you should be really proud of. That's really cool. I love to know that fact about you. I didn't know. Yeah. So that was awesome. And my, it was really, they were wonderful. And it really was more just a now my son was getting older and it became really hard. It was really important for me to be home every day to put him to sleep. And that Absolutely. gets really hard when you're part of a company that's growing really quickly. Um, yes. So then at that point, I made the decision to focus more on Alexa Lee and to leave there which was a hard, really hard decision to make, but my priorities changed. Um, yeah. So just, I needed more flexibility, more, yeah, more, better work-life balance and a little bit more flexibility. Oh, and I know as, as a mom, you'll probably, you won't, I'm not a mother, but I would guess you'll never regret that decision to, to stay not. home yeah. and to be with him. Oh my yeah. gosh. So you are now, and you guys are still in New York, correct? We were still in New York at that time, and because I loved helping, and because I'm a Gemini, I guess, and maybe because I'm a little bit crazy, I decided <laughs> still, Alexa Lee wasn't enough, and a baby wasn't enough. I needed to also start a consulting company. So, oh, 
I had a little, I had a consulting company where I helped kind of the same things that I did at, at um, Bandier and at Necessary Clothing. It just kind of depended on the needs of the individual business. And I worked with a few different small companies that either had a storefront and they were looking to get online or needed help with creative direction and they already had an online website. And so I had a few jobs. Um, and then, and also Alexa Lee still. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. So being able to d- utilize the things you learned throughout your career at Bandier and at others, and then being able to actually move into really an expertise kind of role as a consultant. And I'm sure like you said, what for whatever reason, it's like, how many plates can I be, you know, yeah, spinning? Exactly. I'm kind of with you. <laughs> I think it was against everyone's advice. They were, you know, well, I think it's hard. Um, and it became hard because nothing was getting my full attention. Um, So I also then was pregnant with my second baby and people were saying, listen, you're going to have two kids and you've got (laughs) two companies. You got to pick a lane and you got to choose. Um, oh my gosh. But I hated that. I had, I loved all of it and all of it was really important to me. Being a mother was really important to me. Um, I loved helping companies grow their business and Alexa Lee was my baby too. And I wasn't, I had it around for so long. I wasn't really willing to, um, end that either. It was actually just when I launched the now I have two kids and I'm not so much wearing fine jewelry anymore because <laughs> um, two kids don't, little boys don't love fine, or they do love fine jewelry too much and like <laughs> right. on it. And it wasn't really conducive to my lifestyle. So it was my husband that was sort of <clears throat> making fun of me one night um, saying, you know, for a jewelry designer, you don't wear any jewelry. And you had kind of sparked a new idea, which was just this ball line stretches, kid friendly. I could sleep in it. I could shower in it. I could swim in it. I could, you know, basically indestructible. And it still looked good with whatever I was wearing, whether I was able to get dressed that day and put myself together or not. And due to the success and um, I guess the love of that product and it grew so fast that then I was forced to make the decision to um, close the consulting company and just focus on Alexa Lee. Wow. Oh my gosh. Well, the men in your life are really helpful jewelry consultants. That's why I keep them around, you know? <laughs> that is so amazing. So really the beginning, and that really is your staple. You guys have to go and I'll, I will, I'm kind of teasing this. We'll tell you where you can connect mm-hmm. with Alexa, but you guys have to go see these because it really is genius. Alexa has created these beautiful everyday pieces. And it's so fun to hear that motherhood inspired that, um, you know, your own fast paced kind of running around lifestyle, the boys. Uh, it's so cool to hear that because that really is your one of your most, I would say, staple kind of yeah, items. Definitely. Oh, my gosh. So to hear the backstory on that, that is so yeah, funny. Sorry. It took us a long time to get there. But you know, it's, <laughs> it's 10 years worth of a story. So I guess it should. I guess there's oh. Usually a lot to that. 
Oh, no, that is incredible. And so when did that line kind of launch? Because that really is when things, I would guess, really took off for Alexa Lee. Yes. So that was January of last year. So it'll have been a full year, you know, when it became 2020. Wow. and it's been a whirlwind. Yeah, it's wow. been a really, but it, in the best way. Um, yeah. So it's been nice to be able to finally give it 100% of my attention. And because and I, I was really always curious what that would look like. Um, right. It seemed like I was able to bring success and growth to other companies. And I had never really tried it for my own brand. Wow. So it's been really fun to apply it to my own company and and see the I guess see that come to fruition what was it when you look back because you guys if you didn't hear the time frame that Alexa just said that's a year (laughs) I mean that that's insane the growth that you've seen over the last year I'm sure was was so exciting but I'm sure that there were challenges in that fast growth too what were some of the things that came up that maybe surprised you as you grew that you weren't expecting to kind of have to deal with or overcome yeah so um a lot of the things that we're still dealing with but at first, I was doing it all myself, um, right. which is really hard um, when you are growing so quickly. If your kid has a sick day and that means I'm sort of taken off of work for a bit to, you know, take him to the doctor and then keep help him feel better for the next few days, you lose three days. And wow. when you're growing, you can't really afford to lose those three days. So I'd be packing and shipping myself really all through the night. Um, It became really um, not really manageable. And also when you're doing it by yourself and you're in your own head, it's hard to, um, I don't know, it's kind of nice to be able to bounce ideas off of other people and also have them share in the burdens and in the successes. You know, it's not that fun when you have, uh, let's say it's a really big sales day and you beat a sales goal, but you can't really share that with anyone. It's always right. fun. The moments that are the big wins to look around and yeah, to no be a lot look in the mirror. <laughs> look at the mirror. Good job. And you can't you can't kind of go to your customers and say, We did it. They're like, Okay, yeah. yeah. So what who was that first hire? I mean, I'm guessing as the company grew and you're up late at night and you're waking up with the boys and I mean that just sounds so chaotic. I'm sure there was a time that you were able to say, okay, I need help. So actually, I guess she took out a note out of my book, but I hired, before I officially hired my sister, my sister was helping me while she was working at her, um, at the company that she was working at. So she was able, because she was at her desk, you know, all nine to five, there were some things that she was able to take off my plate. um, And she helped me manage the business a bit for a few months before we were really crazy and made the official official hire. Oh, that is so fun. So sister came on. What's her name? Yeah. Jordan. Okay. So Jordan comes on and you're able to kind of, gosh, do an in-between and, and kind of push the different roles to roles. What were some of the things you gave her? Were you able to give her things off your plate that you didn't love and maybe she did? Is that kind of yes, how that relationship is? each other really well. Um, she's much more organized and type A and I really wanted to be left to the creative and all I was able to get through was 
was packing and shipping and customer service and that was it. Um, so you can't really develop a line or add new designs if you're not freed up to do that. Um, so she was able to help with some of the business side of things. Uh, she took customer service off my plate and she started helping with packing and shipping so that I was freed up to do um, more of what I like to do. Oh, that's so good. Go Jordan. Welcome to yeah. the team. Oh, that's best amazing. decision I ever made, despite <laughs> everyone's advice against it, because most yes. people don't think you should work with a family member, which I don't necessarily blame them for thinking that way. Right, but, right. Oh. But it's worked out for us so far. So that's good. Oh, that's amazing. And so you have uh, someone with you, a champion that you can look at at the end of the day and say, we met the goal. We did it. This is yeah. really someone that you can kind of share those those moments with. Was there a moment because you're hitting goals all along by yourself? I mean, this thing is blowing up. You're probably, mm -hmm. like we said, looking in the mirror like, way to go. But where's my person I can tell this to? Yeah. Is there a memory with Jordan that you guys kind of looked at each other and you were like, oh my gosh, I this is really kind of a wow moment for you guys, specifically in your career with Alexa Lee, that you were like, I can't believe this is happening. Yeah, we're actually really fortunate that we've had a lot of those. Um, <laughs> I'm so proud and happy to say. Um, but um, so we've kind of had a few along the way, but actually most recently. So we had, uh, we had a major goal. We had our best month ever. Well, we thought it was our best month ever in April, but then we beat that by a lot for May. So wow. we continue to have some really good, um, some really exciting, exciting days and, and beating goals. And it's really nice to have a team to share that with. Oh, congratulations. And again, friendly reminder, you guys, this is a year we're talking about and we are in 2020 whenever you're listening. So April to May. And by the way, uh, Alexa Lee just hit her one year mark this year. <laughs> yeah. incredible. There was a lot that led up to that. So, you know, yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. But to be in this in this place and to be able to share your beautiful, beautiful collection line with so many, I'm sure is, is incredible. Well, we've heard a lot about your career and I love just the element of, of how much you've done because again, I think a lot of people can stumble across really amazing kind of incredible influencers as well as jewelry designers like yourself and and think, wow, this is really, you know, this is it. She's probably been doing this all along. So to hear how your journey kind of came to this real entrepreneurial, always an entrepreneurial spirit, but to be able to say, wow, look at, look at all the different things you've done and how it led led you to this place um, has been so, so fun to hear. What would you say is one of the greatest lessons you have learned that can be life or career? Oh my gosh, that is a really good question. <laughs> um, I think especially in the last year, I've really learned to um, pay attention to your gut, as silly as that sounds. Um mm. And that is for everything. I think it get, it's from a from when it comes to something, you know, like a, a hire or or leaving a company or joining a company and yeah. paying attention to the right timing for you and what makes sense for you. There's always a lot of noise. There's always a lot of opinions, but nobody knows, you know, your truth and what you're right. personally going through. Right. Um, and so kind of to like make sure you're in touch with that and 
And even now with social media, it's really easy to get caught up in seeing what other companies are up to and how they're, whatever, however they're handling their business, however you think they may be um, promoting themselves or what, just watching what other people are doing can kind of um, fog up maybe your clarity on what you should be doing. And so if you really, like I said, pay attention to your gut, that's definitely so far led me to make um, the best decisions that I've made. Mm, that's such good advice to be able to go with your gut. And I think that we each have in us an instinct that we mm -hmm. can kind of navigate those decisions. And I love love that thought of go with your gut. You don't have to be swayed left and right by what other people are doing. Go with your gut as Alexa has done. And boy, it has paid off for her in really big ways, I would say. Um, like I said, a lot of listeners are people who are checking in to hear how you've done XYZ. And now we've heard it. What advice would you maybe have for your younger self? Maybe that recent grad, or maybe it's when you're at Bandier, you know, what would you say to your younger self specifically around career, but also maybe life? Oh, man, another really good question. It's funny, because I, <laughs> I ask that to myself now. Um, even thinking about my future self, I think like, what would I tell myself now? Oh, you know, that wow. I'll know then. Wow. Um, I'm big on reflection. So I really, and maybe this sounds cheesy, but I really think things work out as they're meant to work out. And, um, I really was unhappy at certain, especially in my first job and, but without that experience, I never would have started. I don't, I really don't think I ever would have started the jewelry line. So right. it's kind of about seeing, what do they say? Saying, seeing the forest through the trees or something, yes. a bigger picture. Yes. Um, and I really think that it, it, it works out how it's meant to. So wow. I guess I would have told myself that, like, take it easy. It's all going to work out. <laughs> Don't <Yes>. cry. <laughs> oh my gosh. I literally, I just got chills because um, I love what you just said. I am a total believer in everything happens, not necessarily for a reason, but happens for, for good. There will be good that yeah. comes out of it. So I love what you just said, but whoa, you, what you just said too, and maybe this is a takeaway for everybody. What would your future self say to you right now? Like, what is it that we're going to know then that maybe we should try to to bring forward now? You know, some wisdom and, whoa, that that's really good. That's so good, <laughs> Alexa. <laughs> I'm going to be thinking of that one all day today. Oh, like, what? I'm so glad. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. And and listeners, you too. Do take a moment. Take a moment to think about that. Just as Alexa was saying, you know, she's big on reflection and and thinking about, you know, ha just having the space to think through all these different things. I'm I'm really inspired and encouraged. So thank you. Thank you. Oh, so fun. Well, I know that my listeners are, I already teased it earlier and I'm going to tease it one more time. I'm going to let them know where they can connect with you. But first, I know they're going to want to know what's next for you. What's coming up oh for God. you with Alexa Lee? What's going on? What can we be looking forward to? Um, So much. We are in major growth phase. So oh, wow, it's, um, 
a lot, a lot of hopefully really great things happening. We have new designs coming out all the time. Um, and yeah, I'm, I wish I was that we try to be planned in advance. And then I think sometimes, you know, it's the best laid plans and they don't exactly work out as you anticipate, but yes. a lot of good things coming that I think people will really love. So some collabs that are coming up, new designs. Um, yeah. Stay, stay tuned. Oh, we will. Well, that's so <laughs> exciting. I, I'm going to stay tuned. I'm pumped. I'm a huge fan. I already was uh, before this conversation. But after this conversation, I'm an even bigger fan. And for those of you who are just, it's true. It's really true. It's really fun to connect with you. And gosh, here, here are the details of married to your middle school sweetheart and, and the boys and, and the inspiration behind the necklace. I mean, this has been so much fun, Alexa. Um, I am wondering, I'm curious, is there anything else that we didn't cover that you'd like to? No, I think you really did a wonderful job covering everything. Oh, everything and then some. <laughs> everything and then some. Um, I love, love, love connecting with my guest uh, on how did she do that. And I always love to ask if there's anyone that you know or someone you would suggest come on the podcast. Um, great question. Again, I am lucky that I have had... I you know, a lot of friends that also have wonderful businesses that they've built. Um, yes. So I could like list them out, but definitely <laughs> Zara Tish from Therese, um, oh. Gary Hill from Something Navy. Um, yes. I'll have to shoot you an email with, um, with some ideas, but a lot of, I'm lucky that I have a lot of really impressive friends. Oh, well, thank you. That will be incredible. Thank you, Alexa. And I've been teasing it all along. Here's the moment, you guys. I know you're eager to go and see Alexa's beautiful jewelry. Where can people connect with you, Alexa? Um, so definitely check out the jewelry on my website at alexalee.com. And that's L-E-I-G-H. Um, and I also, I run and manage my own Instagram. It's not handled by anyone else. So I wow. always love connecting with people there. And I try to get back to every single person that writes me. So you can come say hello at, uh, Alexa Lee on Instagram. <sighs> Uh, well, we didn't touch on this, but I do. I'll, I'll end with this. Alexa, your marketing is incredible. And I did want to ask who did your Instagram. So again, just a plug to go and check it out. And an and encouragement for all of you. Alexa, like she said, I reached out to her. She doesn't know me from Adam. And she decided to come on and share her story today. And I am so grateful that she did so. So I love that, Alexa, you really practice what you preach. And for you to come on today and share your story, it means so much to me. And I'm just so excited for hopefully some of my listeners who may not know you be introduced today. So thank you so much for coming on today's episode of How Did She Do That? Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you all for listening to today's episode of How'd She Do That? I am Emily Landers. You can follow me on Instagram at Emily Landers and the podcast at How'd She Do That Podcast. Please join us next Tuesday for a new episode. We will talk to you soon.